Hello, beautiful people. Today's episode is very important for all of you lightworkers, coaches, people who are just trying to do better, be better, because this is all about your power. When we talk about embracing your power, being afraid of your power, it's really about you because the most powerful thing is you at your core, at your essence. When you strip away all of the layers of fear and limiting beliefs, your power is you. And it's really important. This is a very important message for you uh, because a lot of people don't trust. They don't feel safe. They don't feel confident in embracing this fully and truly immersing themselves into what this means of being powerful. And the lie, there's so many lies attached to this, and we will just begin the conversation. But I'm excited for you to listen because this is important for all of us. Um rising up in the world today. So thank you so much for being here. It means a lot that you press play on this. It shows a lot of who you are, where you are, what you're doing, who you are being. So I appreciate you so, so much. Thank you for listening. And I have an exciting announcement is that we just announced our next retreat. So it's happening in Sedona, Arizona. If you feel called to immerse yourself with amazing human beings, amazing souls in a sacred space to remember your truth, to strip away these beliefs, to discontinue, to eject yourself, to no longer consent to your trauma stories, your beliefs. Because if you know, like if you're hearing me say this and you have a feeling, a calling to finally put an end to that and have a new beginning and remember your truth and become who you already are, the amazing, powerful person that you are, like you already are those things. So if you have a strong calling to join, to immerse yourself in that experience, trust me, there's there's a lot of fear in that. Almost every single person who comes to the retreats feels some type of excitement slash being terrified. Um, that's completely normal. So lean into that, turn that fear into excitement, Go to the link in my bio to apply. I would love to meet you in person. This is going to be a beautiful event. Um, it's in Sedona, Arizona, May 27th through the 30th. And go to the website in the description or just go to feeling-free.com slash events or go to the events page and you will find all the information there so you can apply. All right, y'all. Cue the intro and let's go. Welcome to the Feeling Free Podcast. My name is Ben Harris, also known as the Fear Guy. My job is to help you feel more free in your life with love and relationships, self-worth, and much more. I'm happy you're here. I love you. I believe in you. Let's break free from fear together. Hello, beautiful beings. My name is Ben Harris. Welcome to the Feeling Free Podcast. Today, I'm doing a little something new where I'm recording this on Zoom. So you can watch it on YouTube. And uh, of course, it can, it's going to be on all the audio platforms as well. But if you're listening, you can also watch it on YouTube. Or if you're watching, you can listen to it on Apple, Spotify, my website, etc. So thank you so much for being here. Today, today's episode is very important. And we are going to be discussing a how-to, and I'm, I'm putting how-to in air quotes, 
um, because it's not just one way, right? This isn't just, this is the thing of how to do it and follow it. No, like use it as a general sign, like a street sign, you know, of how something is pointing you in the right direction. And then you use, use your own intuition. This is coming from my own experience, my personal experience of how I've embraced my own gifts. And this is coming from uh, my experience coaching or leading or guiding or um, advising people, whatever you want to call it. And so today we're going to talk about three reasons why you are afraid of your own power and how to embrace that power in your spiritual gifts as a light worker, coach, guide, way shore, whatever you want to call yourself. And just because as more people wake up, this is incredibly important that we talk about this because we, and when I say we, literally I mean me, I mean you and the people in your immediate circle, the world, anyone you come in contact with, um, we need you. Not in like a codependent need, but we can extremely benefit from you listening to and answering the call that you're, you are receiving to embrace that power, to listen to that calling and you know lean into that fear. So, and of course, this is also important for parents. This is important for family members, school teachers. It's important for all people um, because no matter what the role, job, or context is, your power is literally you. And it's not the thing that you do is powerful. And this is something that we get mixed up in is we think that, you know, my role as a coach or my role as a guide is the powerful thing. Like, this is what makes me powerful. That's not the case. The thing that makes you powerful is you, like you yourself. So it doesn't matter what role or identity or costume you put on. It's your being is the thing. So when I'm discussing power, I'm talking about you. And the power isn't separate from you. It's within you and literally you all around you. So the fear of embracing your power is actually the fear of embracing you, whether you want to call it your highest self, um, loving yourself, self-love, what, whatever. It is like you are your power and the power is you. And like I said, your power is not only what you say or do. So much of it is in your presence, in your being, how you show up. And that's why it's important for everyone, not just people who are quote unquote saving the world or or quote unquote inspiring people. This is an everyone thing because everyone is powerful and gifted. You don't need to be a coach or anything for this to be applicable to. So no matter what role you're playing, being you is the most important thing. Parenting, teaching, whatever. Like the most important thing <clears throat> that you can quote unquote inspire the world or help the world or be of service is to be you, to be a sovereign, free loving, at peace, enjoy you. So whether it's coming, let's get into this bad boy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep it simple and to the point with each of these reasons. So I'm gonna, again, I'm covering three reasons why you are afraid of your own power, um, what the fear is, and I'm going to keep it simple. And I'm only going to discuss one root cause for each of these three points because there's a myriad in on, there's variations depending on your upbringing, your childhood, your experiences, your heartbreak, your trauma, and even past lives. So let's cover a few of these beliefs and stories that you might have about power and why you are not fully welcoming it. Let's go. Oh, and before we do, I would make sure to subscribe if you're on YouTube, like it, comment it if you are enjoying this. And of course, if you're listening, share this with a friend. Because literally, guys, this is 
this is the thing. Like what we're discussing today is it's an everyone thing because it's really just the power of being you. And man, I might just rename because I was going to name this podcast something else, but who knows? I may or may not um, rename that, that, but essentially that's what we're discussing is like the power of being you and the power of you and the power of everything that is you. So point number one, and so yeah, point number one, reason number one is you've been told that power is evil or bad. You're supposed to be humble. So of course this could come in religious context or something completely different. And where I've come across it the most with working with people and conversations with people is that you could have grown up quote unquote different or special and your parents didn't know how to treat you. And again, this could be in a religious setting, any type of, any type of setting, but you didn't fit in. And so the true you, which is also your power, right? Remember, cause the power is being you equals bad. So the power isn't separate from you. So when you receive feedback that being you isn't the quote unquote right thing to do, you dim your light and you hold back not going forward. So this is quote unquote why we think power is evil or bad or, you know, there's dogma or teachings that like power is bad. And of course, yes, it can be manipulated and like anything can, but that doesn't mean it's inherently always bad and at its root evil or bad and that you're supposed to be humble and not embrace it. Um, so I was to give you more context. I was a guest speaker on a mastermind, a mastermind call the other day where a bunch of beautiful um, women, it was, they were coming in for, this was a master, like a health, um, physical, like personal training, health oriented mastermind, but they're also focusing on air, other areas of wellness as well. And so they brought me in to speak some friends. And at the very end, we were like, okay, we, they're like, we have five minutes. Can, cause like I had already, um, guided two women through some breakthroughs, like 20, 15, 20 minutes each. And it was at the end and we had like five minutes left and she was like, can we take one more? I'm like, I'm not sure if we can do one full one, but like, what's, what's the final question? And a woman, beautiful, amazing soul. I can tell just beautiful inside and out. And she was like, you know, Ben, I'm not sure if I have any fear. Um, and then I said, well, I can assure you that you do <laughs> because everyone does every human. We're not immune. Like everyone feels fear because it's a biological, biologically programmed into our DNA. And if you look at it on a spiritual level, that's a different thing, right? But biologically, we all feel it. Um, it just depends how we relate to it, how we interact with it, how we interface with it, what's our relationship, how we speak to it, how we react or respond to it. So um, I just asked once a book, once a book question and within five minutes, she told me this is that she, what she said is that she, instead of giving a hundred percent, she gives 90% because she is afraid of like, not what people think of her, but she's afraid of making people feel bad about themselves. Um, like she doesn't want to outshine anyone and make them feel less. So she's actually only giving 90% instead of 100% and in, in the fear of making people feel bad about themselves. And I'm sure you or people you know can relate to this. And this can happen. One of the reasons this can happen is because when we are successful as a child, we don't want our siblings to feel bad. So we start trying less. Um, we want people to feel better about themselves. 
And this isn't a bad thing. This actually comes from a loving place, but it's also fear-based. Um, cause the ironic thing is, is that even when you're giving 90%, you're still making people feel bad. Like you are making people make feel bad about, about themselves, but people looking at you are feeling bad about themselves because they already feel bad about themselves. Like it's not you, it's revealing what's already their feeling or insecurity or emotions. Like it's already revealing what's already within them. <clears throat> and so like if we look at being successful, rich, or powerful, it isn't bad. It's, it's actually ironic because the people who run the world, and I want you guys to listen to this because all of you people listening and watching are, you know, heart-centered, kind, loving individuals. And so usually when we classify in our, ourselves into this category, we think that, you know, power is bad or we look at whatever, but it's usually the powerful ones that we look who are in control in our society are the ones who could probably use less power. We need more people, more loving people like you speaking up and leading. And that's why I think this conversation is so important is because it's like the people who aren't afraid of power and who want power are the ones who are misusing it and manipulating it. So we need more loving, free, heart-centered, focused, clear, coherent people leading and speaking up. But it's not easy, man. So that's why we're here. The belief, if you have a belief that power is bad and that you should hold back to be a better person is laced in fear and illusion. And here's why. It's seemingly true because we, like I mentioned, we see power being misused. But this is a tactic used by dark energy and intelligence to keep you disempowered. So when you feel bad, when you see someone misusing power or their privilege or their influence or whatever you want to call it, their position, <clears throat> like, of course, not all people are like that. That's just what you see. But the quote unquote, they, whoever they is, want us to think that using your power is a bad thing. So when you doubt yourself, you're actually doing that intelligence or that energy or that darkness, you're doing it a favor by doubting yourself and not embracing your power. Like, so when you doubt yourself, you do its job for it. Staying small is playing into their strategy. By doing this, your fear is doing the opposite of what it's trying to protect you from, right? Because your fear is trying to protect you from making people feel bad. Um, but really you want to inspire people but by not embracing your power, you contribute to a less inspired and loving world. So if you think about that, by you only giving 90% instead of 100%, you're actually making the world a less inspired, loving place. And you are, quote unquote, contributing, take that with the way you will, to a less inspired or less loving world. And you're not helping that person because really is if you're watching this, you can see my hands, right? Like if you're at this level, like, and there's levels to everything, the levels aren't bad. Like I'm going to level up. I'm at a different level this year than I was at last year. That's not a bad thing. That's an amazing thing. So when you're at a different level than someone, um, what happens if you drop down to their level to try and make them feel better about themselves? You're not inspiring them one. And then two is you're dropping down yourself. So you literally, lose progress or lose your power, lessen your power, make you 
less um, loving and inspiring. So the attempt to make people feel more comfortable and better about themselves is actually not helping them. It's doing them a disservice and it's doing you a disservice. And then instead of one person potentially thinking bad about themselves, you have two people and then that ripples into the people you interact with. So if you think that being humble is being a virtue, you are correct, but you can also be both. Like you can be powerful and you can be humble. You can be powerful. There's many definitions of it. Like to me, when I think of powerful, what I've already mentioned in the intro is I think being powerful is just being me. Um, Love is more powerful than fear. And so I would invite you to redefine what your definition of power is instead of thinking power is only money is only fame is only influence because you're, you know, have this position of quote unquote power. What if it's something new? Um, What if, yeah, like what if love is the most powerful thing? It is, by the way, that is the truth. Kindness, openness, willingness to learn, curiosity, uh, listening. I might've already mentioned that, but to me, those are the most powerful things. So if you really want to inspire people, then embrace your full power. Staying small keeps others small. You will still be able to relate to others and be a bridge for all people when you're your most powerful self. The truth is that you will help more people by going 100% instead of 90. Think about if you're giving 90, like this woman in the mastermind, someone commented like, wow, if you are at 90% right now, I can't imagine you at 100%. So if you relate to this, think of that. Like think, feel into how that extra 10% will do so much more good, not only for you, for the world, for that person that you're afraid of making feel bad. The lie is that it will make, make people feel bad about themselves. And if it does, that's exactly what needs to be revealed within them, which plays perfectly into point number two. So point number two is you will be misunderstood, rejected, ridiculed by family, friends, and society. So number two is that you're going to be misunderstood. Like I heard this um, at a gathering with some friends and new friends and community and someone I heard, I overheard someone voice that they're afraid of embracing their power because they will be misunderstood. You know, you come from a corporate background, you have a very conservative or strict way of thinking from your upbringing, your family, your friends. And so it's only natural for you to worry about what people think of you. Like when people say like, don't give a fuck what people think. Yes. And it's also completely normal for you to worry about what people think. Like it's a survival mechanism. So when you're worried about what people think of you, don't be so harsh on yourself. It's literally programmed into your DNA to want to be accepted into the tribe for a survival. So that's part of the fear is to protect you, to keep you alive. Um, however, we now have the choice to, you know, not only survive, we can thrive. <clears throat> so similar to point number one, the worry and the fear of what others will think, but this is different um, than number one, the previous point, because this one is more about how you will feel and how you will be received instead of what the other person feels. It's less about making other people feel bad and more about what they will say about you. Um, these are still intertwined into each other. It's, you know, it's nuanced. And, we can, and they can play on each other and influence each other. But to keep it simple, let's focus on the fear of rejection, being misunderstood, and so, so on. So I want you to go just into like the worst case scenario with me. 
um, just go there with, and I'm going to use an example for my own life. And I think the worst case scenario is like, you know, someone says something so hurtful, like you really get outcasted, those types of things. And the quick note that I'm just thinking on the top of my head is if you really do get outcasted, those people truly aren't even accepting you, you know, they're not accepting the real you. So why would you want to be in a group that like you can still love them and you know be cordial with them, but why are you, why are you committing so much of your time and energy and literally commitment to people who aren't accepting the real you? That's just food for thought. But back to this example of my own life, uh, a week ago, a few days, a week ago, I think I received a hurtful message the other day that basically said my quote unquote wokeness is a lie and that I'm full of shit. So someone messaged me saying, Ben, like you're welcome. Like, da, da, da. like they, like they insulted me <clears throat> and I could feel like literally like the pain come through the message. Like they were coming from a very hurtful, painful place and expressing it, trying to literally spread that energy onto me. And I'm covering this because this is real life. Not everyone is going to send you, you know, thank you for saving my life, you know, or thank you for changing my life. Uh, and, you know, thank you for that post. And wow, I really resonate with this. Sometimes it's very, you know, there's like 10 more times, maybe even 50, 100 more times. Like I've rarely, rarely ever gotten weird messages like that. But I'm just going to the worst case scenario because I know that's what you're worrying about. Um, because the reality is that you might, <clears throat> excuse me, receive hateful or hurtful, hateful or hurtful messages. Your family, your friends might talk behind your back they're going to probably talk behind your back anyway because that's just what people do people might think you're self-righteous or preachy and that is exactly what we fear right like we fear that these things are going to happen that we are going to be misunderstood so in a fear of this we stay small and we don't embrace our gifts and the funny thing is about all of this listen up if this one resonates with you about being rejected misunderstood outcasted by people you love or care about or seemingly care about, um, even when someone misunderstands you, you are doing exactly what you're supposed to. Serving the collective or being in your highest form of service doesn't, like I said, doesn't always mean thank you messages and like people chanting your name. Sometimes it's extremely uncomfortable for someone receiving your message or reading your message. And this is, an, this is also an act of service. It's a lesson for them. It's not a reflection of how out of, how out of touch or fake you are. Sometimes it might be that's up to you to decide and you know how you respond to their message is a reflection on you. But when you are truly embodying your power, people, people will sometimes perceive that as a threat because they are so attached to their quote unquote wounding and pain that your presence will be perceived as a threat. So you know, fear works in many multiple ways, but literally their fear and ego it's protecting this version of them because they're so comfortable to them. It's so normal to them. It's their default state that anything or anyone that comes in and presents a new way of thinking, um, they discredit that. They might say that you're self-righteous or preachy or put you down or talk behind your back that you're weird or whatever um, because they're trying to like, it's a natural response, you know, based on their experiences and beliefs and illusions that they have. But they're trying to discredit you to make themselves more comfortable in their reality. Hear that again. They will try to discredit you to make themselves more comfortable in their reality. And this isn't wrong. 
they're doing exactly what they're what has been modeled to them based on their experiences and conditioning they are responding in a way they know how to and their fear-based reaction is a form of love because it's an act of self-protection and preservation so this is, is exactly what they need they need this reflection just like people who love you do so the people who love you or are unsure about you or may not who have distaste for you they all need you to show up because that's exactly what's supposed to occur so when you don't embody your power because of fear you're doing the exact opposite of your good intentions you're denying your gifts from the world and everyone who is waiting for you and not only from the people who love you but also from those misunderstanding you because they need you to show up too all right point number three reason number three why you are afraid of your fear or may not be fully embracing or afraid of your power and may not be embracing embracing it is because it will come with responsibility and i talked about this on instagram and i had a few people mention it uh, that this was what they struggle with so i wanted to cover it in a podcast so number three is um, you're not embracing your power because you believe that it will come with responsibility and it feels easier to embody it feels easier to not embody your most powerful being it feels easier like i mentioned in the point above to stay in that point of trauma or misery to stay in that loop of um like there's a good like a lot of people feel comfortable in the chaos because that's what they know so success love you self-sabotage it you find a way to push it away because you're so comfortable with the feeling of chaos or misery and suffering that you literally like you're not doing anything wrong because that's what you're programmed to do and that's what you've been incentivized to do like really there's nothing wrong with you and so let's dive into this bad boy because a lot of people think that they fear failure more than success but the fear of success is actually what holds them back and it's because of what i've already mentioned that in reality they're more comfortable with failure um, they know what quote-unquote failure feels like um, and there are a good amount of people who self-sabotage themselves because success become comes with more responsibility you know you might have to start showing that that's just a belief it's it could be true it could not be true success ultimately means that their life is going to change success can mean also like one of the points that we have already covered right is that you're going to be misunderstood you're going to be rejected or that um is like once you're successful then that means you're powerful and you know that you think that's bad so there's different reasons what success means and embracing that powerful um part of you means um this type of if you relate to this you would rather say that you try but it just didn't work out and this is more common than you think where people repel they literally like repel success and subconsciously attract failure or suffering because it's familiar and easier for them it's what they know just like how i mentioned people respond with a hurtful message to discredit you it's the same here we are responding in a way that's been incentivized to operate from so again there's nothing wrong with this but when i say there's nothing wrong with this that doesn't give you an excuse to like not empower yourself to not take responsibility to not take accountability because it doesn't mean that it's helpful or fun or serving you any longer to operate from that place to live your life and believe these things and it doesn't mean you want to keep living life this way and i hope that you will choose a new way to live and that's why we're covering this and today can literally be that day you can literally decide today that you don't want to operate from this place anymore all right let me take a sip, sip of tea 
No, it's still warm. <laughs> okay. My throat, my throat is my, I said sore and throat at the same time. My throat, I live in Austin, Texas, and there's like so windy the other day, it blew up a bunch of dust and like my, so, my throat was like sore from it. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. Is this, is this true? Will it really be easier for you by not becoming the most powerful version that you are underneath all of these coping mechanisms? Will it really be easier to not be successful? Will it really be easier to not embrace that more powerful for you, to not be yourself? What, what are you answering? Like, what are you feeling? What's the first thought that comes in your head? Is it 100% fundamentally, foundationally, scientifically proven, like, true that this, this is making your life easier? Yes or no? You can only answer yes or no. Will the responsibility of your power and highest self, will it be more miserable? Will it be more difficult? Will it be more strenuous? Will there be more of a struggle to embrace that? The truth is no. The truth is an absolute sound no. <laughs> like, like when you answer, when you look at it this simply, just answer, like ask yourself that simple question. Like, is it, is this really easier? No, it's actually extremely detrimental. Like this is not serving you to believe that this is easier for you to stay in the way of life that you've been conditioned to live in. However, whatever you respond with, whatever you say yes or no, you are also correct. However, the most helpful and true answer is no. It's a lot more difficult to keep this cycle of feeling sorry for yourself. When you're full of sadness, shame, and regret, hell, that's a lot more miserable. It's a lot more struggle. That's a lot more detrimental, like, right? That means less love for yourself, for others, less happiness, less money to do what you want, less health. Like literally, these things are making you sick. Like that energy, that's a completely different topic, but literally like those emotions that you're storing up, that fear, that constant fight or flight that you keep living in is making you sick physically, mentally, emotionally, all the things. So to me, no, the answer is it's not easier. The truth is that life gets a lot easier when you operate as you with a capital Y. Like when you are the real you, the most powerful you, the highest version of you, and when I say this is that you already are that you beneath these layers that you identify with, this is the most powerful you. When, when you are yourself, when you identify yourself with this, life is easier. When you, be, when you become who you already are, when you remember how amazing and how powerful you already are, that's when life is easier. Like does failing on quote unquote purpose, I know it doesn't seem like it's on purpose, but it's subconsciously on purpose that you are consenting to. Does that sound fun to you? Does replaying a loop of addictive behavior sound easier to you? Like, you know, muting and numbing yourself with alcohol, sex, drugs, plant medicine, or even healing work. Does working a nine to five job you hate or not feeling fully alive, does that feel more enjoyable to you? No, not at all. So this belief, why I'm covering this and hitting the home, hitting this point home so much is because the belief that it will come with responsibility and it's easier to not do it is absolutely false. That is the lie. This belief isn't serving you. It's not helpful. It's making life 
incredibly worse for you. So the fear that you feel is doing exactly what you don't want it to do, right? It's you think that, okay, this is going to be easier. So your fear is protecting you, your ego, whatever you want to call it is protecting you to keep you. It's protecting your default setting. That's literally what fear does, right? Is like, there's spiritual levels to this. There's physical, like there's literally like calorically in your brain when you have habits and grooves and patterns, you are going to save more calories literally in your brain neurologically by staying the same and not changing. That's why, you know, when you do new things, even like a new workout, it's not just like your body's tired. Like I've been doing this, I've been focusing on new workouts that incorporate, you know, a lot more of my body um, and uh, like fundamental uh, movements, like all around health instead of just let me lift this weight up and down and lift and I mean, there are benefits to um, just working one muscle group, but really bringing all of my body to help each other and fire and wire together. And when I do this, it's like I get a mental workout too because I'm focusing so much um, with my mind on, and I'm breaking these grooves of how my body works. And so that's like, which is so funny, like, because I do this work, obviously for a living and and it's what I love, but I never realized even how much your physical body is literally built in grooves because that's what it's used to. And so it builds things away. It builds protection mechanisms to keep you secure or feeling quote unquote safe in that reality or in that way of literally how my body works. Like for example, Shout out to my dude, Simon, because he's been tr training me of like, like how I, like how my glutes work, how my hamstrings and glutes work. It's you, my legs, like my quads are actually doing more of the work than what my glutes and hamstrings should be doing. And so, and even it's different than my, my left ha hamstring and my left and right glute. But yeah, so like my body is so used to firing, like my literal, like physical muscles are so used to firing in this way that, you know, your body um, compensates for it in different ways because like, you know, when you look at someone of like how your feet are tilted or how you walk or even how you compensate, like when you're, when you have an injury, right? Like sometimes people have asked me like if I have a limp because I think one time that like I hurt my back, I had to compensate, you know, and kind of shift my body. And so sometimes it looks like I'm limping, but really that's just my walk. And so the same thing in physical injuries when you have to compensate for something and so it you know makes something else work harder to perform to make up for this thing the same thing happens in your energetic emotional subconscious part of your mind and body and soul so that's just another example to look at how um, your body's literally trying to protect you because this is the thing that it's been doing and it's so used to so it feels like it's protecting you for something but it's really not and the last thing that I will leave you on with this point is instead of imagining the worst case scenario and how hard it's going to be, come from a place that it has already happened. And I'm not just saying like some, you know, woo way, because that's a popular thing. And it's an amazingly popular thing of, you know, envision your future self, which is great. But like, not just doing it to do it because it's cool, or because you think this is going to work of like some secret tip to success, like, I like really feel into this of how does that feel? Like come from a place that this has already happened. Like how does it feel when 
you've already become successful, when life is already easier for you, when you've let go of this fear, when you've let go of these beliefs and you've become who you already are, you've shed these layers to really remember and get to the most powerful version of you. Like, how does that feel? Instead of imagining like the pain and the difficulty, how does that feel? Like how light and expansive are you? How great does it feel? How easy does life flow for you? Operate from this feeling and reality because it's just as real as any other one that you can imagine. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If this hits home for you and if you feel like a terrified slash exciting feeling to work through these fears, absolutely hit me up. It is my pleasure, my honor. Seriously, it lights me up to be, to walk with you, to work with you through these fears. Um, so if you want to work with me in a mentorship setting or you might just need one breakthrough session to bust through your fear, I promise it's easier and more simple than you think. Go to my website, which is feeling-free.com. You can also use the link in the description slash show notes. You can click on that to get you to my website. Um, hit me up on Instagram. Um, yeah, because fear is medicine. Like if you, if you think guys, I can go off on this forever because this is what I love, but leaning into your fear is the most freeing thing that I have witnessed as far as the most quick, as far as the most simple, as far as the most integrative, like it's not, you're going on some deep thing that, you know, it takes you years to uncover. Someone told me one time that eight weeks with me was worth eight, did more than eight years of therapy. And I'm not saying like, you know, it's better than therapy because therapy prepared this person to work with me, but it's just, it comes from such a simple, profound place and you're in a conscious, loving space. So, and fear really is medicine once you learn how to feel it and manage it and um, have a loving relationship with it. So if that calls to your heart, go to my website, feeling-free.com to work with me. Um, yeah. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, send this to a friend if you know that they can use a little boost in embracing their gifts because for real, this is important for all light workers, coaches, teachers, parents, literally anyone because it's, you are, it's just becoming you. And that is, that is like, that is powerful. So I love you. I believe in you. I know you can do this. Um, feel into that feeling of how amazing it is. Listen, re-listen to this episode if you need to so you can get fired up because um, you really are amazing. The lie is that you're not powerful. The lie is that you're not amazing. The lie is that you need help or that you need to be fixed or that something is wrong with you. You're already amazing. So you just need to remember and become the person you already are. All right, y'all. I will see you soon. Thank you.